Hi, and welcome back to the Sammy Says Podcast. I'm really excited to record today. Actually, it's nighttime. It's 9.21 p.m. on a Wednesday night. But I just felt really called (laughs) to talk tonight. Um, I have not seen human beings in a very long time. I mean, I, I saw my mom this week, and I think I saw my dad at some point. But over the past two weeks, I've really done nothing. Legitimately, every single plan that I made the past two weeks fell through. I was supposed to go on a road trip with my friend and she got sick. I was supposed to see another friend, but that fell through. Uh, I (laughs) just like plan after plan after plan. It just wasn't working out. I love being alone, but I am a human being and human beings crave connection and other people and we we do need other people in our lives so I figured I would talk to my microphone tonight and that's exactly what I'm doing my friend my best 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 friend since preschool is finally done with her first semester of nursing school on Friday in two days so I am really excited for that because I am 100% going to be spending like every waking moment with her these next few weeks. Then my other best friend, Jenna, who's been on the podcast, is visiting on next Thursday. Yeah, next Thursday. And that's going to be so exciting. We're going to do an episode together too. I'm not sure which topic yet, but we're going to do maybe one or two. So look out for that as well. And um, then I go away to Cape May with my family, which we do every year. And I'm just, I'm just really excited. Good things are coming, but these past few weeks have really tested me, let me tell you. I get in these head spaces where nobody can really reach me, and that can be really scary for me. I start kind of spiraling into random thought patterns and just negative, obsessive thinking. And I don't feel like anybody can talk me out of it. So I, in turn, isolate myself. And I don't respond to text messages. I don't respond to phone calls. I don't leave the house. It's really hard for me to focus on things. I, like, end up, you know, like, not eating as well, not working out as much as I usually do. And I've been able to pull myself out of that slump this week, thankfully, but... Once in a while, those weeks will hit, and they'll hit pretty hard. And it just so happened to be the same week that all of my plans were falling through, so it was kind of just like a double whammy. But no big deal. I, I'm, you know, I got a lot of creative writing done during that time, which was really helpful, and I kind of got to pour my heart into creative projects like this podcast and and like my novel, my poetry collection, all of that. So I am thankful that I have an outlet like that to connect with people, but also to connect with myself. So I kind of went into this episode not knowing what I was going to talk about. And then I just started talking and I think what I'm really feeling drawn to right now is is the topic of just loving yourself 
and I have mentioned this thousands of times probably on this podcast before, but the importance of loving yourself. And a lot of people will say, well, you can't love anybody else until you love yourself. Or you can't be loved by someone else until you love yourself. If you're looking for someone to love you, you got to be that person. And yes, I 100% agree that you do need to love yourself because if you don't, not only are you going to rely on other people to do it for you, you also might put other people on pedestals and allow them to treat you in a way that actually damages you more. You know, you could get caught up with the wrong people and I have been there, absolutely. I think a lot of us have where we maybe had low self-esteem or we didn't think we deserved love for whatever reason, whether that be we were bullied as kids or we went through something traumatic that made us feel like we were nothing or we went, I don't know, maybe something we did that we feel like, well, I can't be forgiven for this and I don't deserve to be loved after doing this. Whatever it may be, We all deserve love just by existing. We're all worthy just by existing. But it's very easy to say that and then not as easy to actually feel that for yourself. I completely understand that because that is something I've battled with my entire life. I remember growing up, I would always... I think I've actually said this on one of my episodes and it's really, really, it makes me so sad to think about. But I remember being probably in, I want to say like eighth grade, maybe early high school. And I'd never had a boyfriend yet. And I remember just thinking, I just want to know that somebody loves me. Like even if we're not dating or whatever, but maybe we get together and we break up. I don't care if we break up, whatever. I just want to know someone's capable of loving me. And that is the saddest thing that I've, like the saddest memory I have, honestly, because I know that that was coming from a girl who didn't feel worthy and felt very, very damaged from a very, very young age and didn't feel like she could be loved after things that had happened to her and after the just the baggage that she had carried her whole life to that point and we internalize a lot of things that happen to us or a lot of things that are said to us from a very young age whether it be something as simple as a kid in school making fun of our clothing to someone harming us in some way physically, sexually, mentally, whether it be learning that, and this is something that's actually very common, unfortunately, but learning from others that it's selfish to love yourself or it's egotistical, it's conceited to love yourself. That's not true. I'm not talking about the loving yourself and putting yourself on a pedestal and thinking that you're better than everyone else. I'm just thinking more so along the lines of, I love myself and I know that I deserve good things, so I'm not going to settle for 
people who make me feel shitty or situations that make me feel shitty. And I'm not going to force myself to do things that make me feel shitty or to be someone that I'm not or to do things that I don't like to do. And that took me a very, very, very long time to get where I am today. And I still have a very long way to go. I think healing is forever. (laughs) It, It doesn't really end, but in terms of loving myself, like I can genuinely say probably for the first time in my life, I actually do love myself and I actually do believe that I deserve good things. And that has shown in so many ways where I've been able to say no to people, even when I've wanted to be with them or wanted to explore things with someone, but I know, okay, well, this actually wouldn't be good for me, or I actually want this. And that's not something they can give to me or situations, you know, like, freelance jobs, for instance, if I've like received offers to freelance for people, freelance, write, And I know what my work is worth. (laughs) I know the amount of money that I should be charging. And if someone's not going to offer me that, I'm not going to take the freelance gig, you know, and, and that has gotten me very far in my career. I work for people who genuinely care about me because I genuinely care about myself. And I'm able to be in a company that values me because I value me. And same with my friendships, any kind of relationship. My friends who are around me now, they truly support me and love me. They make me feel so good about myself. And I probably couldn't have said that a couple years ago. I, not that I had bad people around me, but I didn't really have, I didn't really have the same connections I have today because I didn't open up to the extent that I have today and I didn't really build on those connections until I started being honest with myself about who I am, what I want out of life, what I deserve. And that really attracts the right people. Again, that's something that I always talk about is like attracting the right people to your life. If you love yourself and you just like radiate that love, this sounds so like <laughs> radiate love and light, but I, ser- I, I seriously mean that. If you are happy with yourself and you do love yourself, you're going to shine in a way that other people won't be able to turn away from. The more you love yourself, the more people want to be around you. At least good people. Because it might be intimidating to other people. It might be a turnoff to other people who are insecure with themselves. But those people, they're on their own journey. And we aren't for everybody. So if you really truly want to love yourself, you have to, first of all, accept yourself and everything you've done, no matter how bad it's been, no matter how bad you think you were, and you're probably not as bad as you're making yourself out to be in your head. Trust me, I've beaten myself up for shit that other people have been like, Sammy, he literally did nothing wrong. But that's just, I, I know how our brains can work. Um, but even if you did something terrible and you've learned from it and you've apologized or you know, made up for it, or just like, you know, thought about it and realized where you went wrong and what you could have done differently and how you can be better going forward. That's really all we can ask for ourselves. But if you sit in that pain and that hurt and that self-hatred, 
in it for any reason, not just like over mistakes, but over other things like insecurities you have feeling like you're not good enough for someone or someone's going to leave you because you're, I don't know, not as worthy as the next person or not as good as the next person. If you sit in that self-hatred and you sit in that idea that you're not enough, you're going to find more reasons because our brains, our brains are fucking smart, but you're going to find more reasons to support that, which there are reasons for everything. Like if I sit here and think of all the reasons why I'm shitty right now, I could give you 10 reasons. I'm not going to do it because I don't want to. I don't want to focus on that, but I could. I could talk about how I get really easily sidetracked during the day. I could talk about the mistake I made a couple of years ago that is still like ingrained in my brain. I could talk about how, oh, I could have handled this relationship a little bit better and I, I could have been kinder during this argument. I could have treated this person better. I can go on and on because I am searching for ways because right now my focus is on I'm bad. So I am finding ways. My brain is flagging ways that I am bad and support and evidence of me being bad. But if you flip your attention to I'm a good person and I love myself and here's why, well, now I can think of, okay, well, I love people wholeheartedly. I put all of my energy into other people to make them feel good, even if they don't do that for me. I work really, really hard and I care so much about my career and the company that I work for. I try super hard to be a supportive daughter, cousin, sibling, granddaughter. I do a lot in my, you know, a lot of creative projects in my free time so that I can connect with people and help people. Okay, and that felt weird to do that because it feels like I'm just, you know, again, it can feel selfish or egotistical to talk about yourself highly, but why is it so normal for us to be self-deprecating and to talk poorly of ourselves? We should be able to talk highly of ourselves in the same way and even more so, definitely more so. It should not be seen as a bad thing to have confidence and to love yourself. And if you wake up every day and just say like three things that you love about yourself or just sit and think, how can I, what can I do today that might make me feel like I love myself? Maybe that is doing something that makes you feel confident. Like for me, that's writing. For you, that might be playing a certain sport, working out, doing a, I don't know, making music, doing a great job at your work, being a great mom, calling your friend and asking how she's doing and being there for them, donating to local charities, donating your time to organizations that need it. Whatever might make you feel more confident or more in 
your flow state. That's what I, I like to refer <laughs> to those, um, those times when we're just being our most authentic selves. Like again, when I'm writing that, I don't think about anything but writing. I just, I, I literally lose myself to the point where I'm sitting in a cafe and I'm writing and I'm writing and I'm writing. And then all of a sudden I'll look up and I'm like, holy shit, I am in public right now. And I finished my entire coffee. And there are a lot of people here that I didn't even see walk in. But losing yourself in something that you genuinely enjoy is such a great way to to love yourself because it builds such confidence and it connects yourself to to yourself. (laughs) And having that connection and that relationship with yourself is really, really important to loving yourself. You got to get to know yourself first. Another tip that has really helped me is saying no to a lot of things that just don't make me happy because that shows myself that I respect myself. And the more I respect myself, the more that I realize if I listen to what I want, which I know we can't do all the time, but for the most part, if I listen to what I want, and what I want is to just stay home on a Friday night and not go out with my friends. Maybe like I, I had a long week and I just want to chill. And I let myself stay in. And I go to bed early and I wake up the next morning and I feel great. And I feel re-energized. And I feel like myself. I'm going to be in a better place to love myself because I gave myself what I needed. I fulfilled myself. Respect and love go hand in hand. And respecting what you want and giving it to yourself is such a great way to pour that positive energy into yourself. And you, you start to respect yourself like back and forth. I'm thinking of like two different people. That's kind of weird, but (laughs) you have like yourself and, and what you're doing and what you choose to do, like the version of you that acts and the version of you that feels right. And if you can get those both in alignment, it's so much better off. You really have to listen to what you want and give yourself what you want in order to be that best version and be that most connected. Because think about any good relationship. In order to really love someone, you have to really be able to deeply connect with them on so many levels. So if you aren't connecting with yourself, you're not going to feel that love for yourself. There's going to be no intimacy there. And I know that sounds weird to say, like having being intimate with yourself, but there are many ways you can do that. And sometimes that just means like having a movie night by yourself and ordering takeout and just chilling. And maybe that means smoking a joint before bed by yourself. I don't know. Or having a glass of wine or having a cup of tea like I'm doing right now. And maybe that means going out with your friends. You know, like if you're an extrovert and you feel like you need a break from work or you need to just let loose a little bit, do that. Ask yourself what you really want and what's going to make you happy and fulfilled and give yourself that. Don't force yourself to do things that just drain you of energy. Another thing that's really helped, which might seem strange to some people, but Naturally, I am a writer and I'm also into spirituality and all that. So I'm very big on the um, inner child healing and just journaling through feelings, etc. 
So if you're not into that, this might not be the podcast for you, but that's okay. Uh, I share other good, you know, tips and tricks. But for me, what really connects me to myself and to the different, you know, parts of myself or myself at different ages is writing a letter to whatever self I am struggling with. So for instance, what often comes up for me is shame, just, just shame around everything. And I thought to myself, okay, Sammy, when was the first time that you felt ashamed in your life? And instantly I went back to my four-year-old self after going through something pretty tragic and just feeling really low and bad. Like I did something so, so wrong and I felt like I didn't deserve anything. I very much, from a very, very young age, after going through what I went through, I felt like I'm wrong for simply being me. I'm wrong for what someone else has done to me. That's my fault. I should have known or I should have been able to stop this or I took part in this, whatever. And while rationally today, I can look back and say, okay, that's not true at all. It doesn't mean that that hasn't been instilled in me my entire life. Like it's a snowball effect. And that shame followed me through many relationships. And it's followed me, you know, it's been like ingrained in me through other people who have kind of taken advantage of that shame and used it against me or used what I went through as a form of manipulation. Like if people knew this about you, they wouldn't want to be with you. Um, I've heard that from from people uh, growing up and that really just kind of drills into your brain that you are inherently bad, you are inherently unworthy, you are inherently a shameful human being. And so even though, again, rationally, I know that what I'm doing today is not shameful or what I love and the things that I enjoy and who I choose to be, who I choose to be around, the path that I choose to go down, none of that is shameful. And if I am feeling shameful, I know that this is stemming from that experience and other experiences that I have just described. And so I have taken the time to write letters to those selves, those younger selves that have felt that immense shame and to tell them what happened to you wasn't your fault and what you felt after that was so rational and it's okay that you felt that. And it's okay that you feel ashamed, but I promise you that's not yours to carry. That's not your burden to carry. And you are not inherently bad because this happened. Or you are not a shameful person because you battle with your mental health. You are not a shameful person because you had a bad day or you were a bit moody to someone because you were very anxious. Um, you're, you don't have to listen to that person who told you that if people knew what you went through, 
they wouldn't love you. That's not something that I want to carry forward. And so by writing letters to those like <laughs> damaged younger selves, it kind of frees you of it. And it, it kind of makes you realize how innocent you were and have more compassion for yourself. And in a sense, it heals that version of yourself. And so you don't carry it forward. And yeah, it takes like time to, to really get through that. But the more compassion you have for those other versions of yourself, even if those other versions of yourself were to, in your head, fucking terrible, like there are versions of myself from high school, college, where I'm like, we would not be friends. Even though I had flaws, I can see now where I was coming from, why I was acting the way I was acting, why I was, you know, so, I was so upset and so lonely in my brain, even though I had a lot of people around, I was so lonely and so disconnected from who I really was. I was living for other people. I wasn't living by my own values. I was having other people tell me who I was, what I should believe, and just overall what would make me happy when I am the only person who would know that. And so again, in order to love yourself, you have to reconnect with yourself. And that comes through thinking of that those other versions of yourself, forgiving them, loving them unconditionally. And if you want to start small, start with like your child self who deserves to be loved. I mean, children are so pure. And it's what we go through and what we learn that makes us not. And I don't, again, I don't want to say anyone's not pure, but you know what I mean. It, we go through things that shape us. And I went through things that made me someone that I wasn't proud to be and, and someone that I don't want to be ever again. But I still love the person that I was because she was trying her best. And that's all that I can ask for. And so even to this day, like I was saying earlier, I am not perfect. I have a lot of coping mechanisms to this day that interfere with my life and interfere with work sometimes. Some things that, you know, take up time, like obsessions, um, a tendency to isolate sometimes, a tendency to like drift away into my thoughts and want to escape what I am thinking and feeling. And so I'll, again, like I can zone out for hours, but I know that I'm doing the best I can. And I know that I can come back and say, all right, maybe we had a harder day today, but I still love you. And I understand why this was hard for you. And having that compassion for yourself and that love for yourself will allow you to continue to heal and continue to grow, continue to attract the right people to you, and also just allow you to not accept anything less than you deserve. Because once you love yourself, like, as if you love a friend, you wouldn't want your friend being treated like shit, right? So you're not going to want to be treated like shit. You're going to not accept that kind of behavior, you're not going to accept those types of people in your life or those types of toxic relationships or situations or anything 
that you don't deserve. You're not going to let that into your space because you'll realize that your energy is extremely, extremely valuable. It's extremely, people are extremely lucky to have that, to have your energy in their life or to have you in your life, in their life. And you're lucky to have you. At the end of the day, I say this all the time, but we are just trying our best. And to love yourself through that is the best thing you can do. Even when you fall down, even when you make the same mistake that you made a thousand times before, or you repeat the same patterns, having self-awareness, having patience with yourself. I mean, we are working to break patterns that we had our entire life. So it's, it's not going to like, just because you become aware of something doesn't mean that you're automatically going to stop at the flip of a switch. Awareness is the first step. And then from there, you can learn, okay, well, why am I still falling into this habit? Or why am I still afraid of doing this? Or why am I still attractive attracted to these types of people who aren't good for me. And you can pick up on things that maybe you weren't even aware of in the first place. And you can get to the core of it by loving yourself and by knowing that you deserve to get to the core of it and to heal from it. And you can find ways to work through it. Loving yourself is not easy. It is a constant work in progress. There might be days where you look in the mirror and you absolutely hate yourself and you pick yourself apart and you feel like you're just like have multiple people in your brain fighting. I mean, I remember last week I was just looking in the mirror. I hated my body. I hated the fact, I hated the fact that I hated my body <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? I was mad at myself for being superficial enough to critique my appearance, but then I was hating myself for the way that I did appear, and I was hating myself for wanting to escape that criticism, and I was hating myself for wanting to seek external validation to make myself feel better. Like, just a thousand little things where I was just beating myself up over and over and over, but I took a deep breath and I reminded myself that I'm just a human being. We are all just human beings and all human beings deserve to be loved in order to truly feel the love from other people. You have, you do have to love yourself first. And again, like sometimes that means allowing other people to love you. It's not always, well, I'm going to love myself and then I'll let someone else love me. Sometimes loving yourself is letting other people love you as you are and accepting that love into your life. And I don't mean like you have to go into a relationship when you're not ready to go into a relationship, but I mean like let the people close to you, like your family and your friends, let them love on you. Like let them tell you how amazing you are and don't surround yourself with people who feed the negative voices that you might have about yourself. Surround yourself with people who shut down those voices and who you can truly, who can truly lift you up and help you love yourself. Maybe I'll do like a second episode 
about loving yourself because it is a journey and I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot more because I, again, I'm still on that journey, but this has been, these tips that I've shared have been super helpful for me, especially these past few years, like finally healing from what I went through as a kid, finally, um, learning how to be alone, um, losing friends, making new friends, uh, drifting from family, coming back to family, uh, because I didn't feel like I was worth, worthy of them loving me. So just going through all of that has really helped me to look myself in the mirror and say, it is about time that you love yourself and you show yourself the love that you deserve. So I hope that you can do that for yourself as well. Just remember that it is a journey and there's no rush at all. <laughs> we are all on our own paths. And just know that if you don't feel loved, I love you. So many people love you. And feed, feed that, <laughs> feed that, that positive energy. Again, like our brain looks for ways to fulfill whatever idea that we are currently like fixating on. So fixate on reasons to love yourself and really look for them and write them down or say them in your head as like affirmations or mantras or whatever. I hope that this helped you and I will try to be back next week. I am going to record an episode or two with my friend Jenna. So stay tuned for that. Um, and I hope that you have a great rest of your day and I hope that you're nice to yourself today because you deserve it. Bye.